everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. Hey there, sports fans. It's me, Ashley. (laughs) I'm Ashley. (laughs) I'm sports fan, Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Best Friends Club Podcast, Season 3, Episode 24, the one with the ultimate fighting champion. Tez. Ashley has her sports hat on. Yes. Um, as you all know, this is a sports podcast with a tax filing flair. <laughs> tax filing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should try the intro again, and I'll be Billy Crystal and you be Robin Williams. <laughs> okay. I like that. No, okay, go ahead. Joke. Okay. Um, yeah, let's talk about that intro. I actually think um, every time I watch this intro, which I think I've said this before, I, I definitely have a few episodes ago. My um, twelve my ten season DVD box set is missing a few discs. Well, this we're still on one of the discs that I'm missing. Um, so I had to buy a couple of episodes on Amazon Prime. But then my friends had two copies of season three. Oh, lucky. They got married and both oh. had each had one. So they were like, I was like, Can and I just two copies your of Annie. Three? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Um, I was like, can I just borrow your season three? I knew they had it. And they were like, oh, actually, we have two copies, so just keep this one. I was like, okay, great. So now I have my DVDs back. Yay. Um, but I haven't watched most of these episodes in so long because oh, cause you I just haven't had have, them. I mean, I probably did on Netflix, but I've watched them significantly less than I've watched the other DVDs because I haven't owned this DVD right. in a long time. Anyway. Um, I also, I don't know. I don't love this episode. Um, but, do I love um, this episode? No, I don't love this episode. Okay. Um, so I kind of forgot about the Robin Williams, Billy Crystal thing in the beginning. Mm. But what's funny is I feel like Billy Crystal is being himself and Robin Williams is being one of the voices he does in a Mrs. Kook. Doubtfire yes. when he calls um, and pretends to be a bunch of nannies, you know? Uh, I don't remember. I, I, I don't oh. remember. Well, he calls and basically acts like terrible people calling right, on the nanny to get job. himself so the... when he calls as mrs doubtfire he looks that's good. a pretty yeah. good that's a pretty good uh idea maybe i should start applying for jobs with like seven fake resumes oh yeah and then, and then when yours comes one, in you're like this girl's amazing like, compared to the oh. jibber jabber we've been getting like, <laughs> jibber jabber call it the go with jibber jabber doubtfire strategy jibber jibber Mm. The Doubtfire strategy. I like it. I haven't seen this episode in a while. I really like the following ones, but let's not get ahead of ourselves as we are yeah, want we can't to get do. Ahead of ourselves. Mm. And we do. Um, but yeah, so Billy Crystal and. I think you're right, though. Sorry. I was thinking that too. I was thinking Billy Crystal. I was wondering how much of this was actually written and how much of it was ad libbed. Um, mm. what, what, I'm sure Matt had an opinion on that. All ad libbed. Oh, he didn't watch this one with me. Oh, so because I know he thinks everything. <laughs> but I'm sure the entire he script. Is he ad-libbed. does. The entire series is ad libbed, according to Matt. Every scripted <laughs> series on planet Earth is ad libbed. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. I could kind of see them being like, "Oh, just come in and do something funny. You've got a minute thirty. I don't know. You know." Oh yeah. Uh, actually, now that I'm looking at it, they were not it, but this was not written into the script so it was unscripted i could always i could also it see them like here. coming into the writer's room and being like we're gonna do this is that cool oh no they said that they were shooting something on the same lot across the street from where friends was filmed 
And the writers asked if they wanted to make a guest appearance. And it was the day of shooting. So they just threw it in. Oh, my gosh. Fun. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they wrote the general I wonder topic. what the beginning was supposed to be. But that's fun. I don't know. It is. Um, <laughs> oh, their converse. Oh, learning everything oh due gosh. to the unplanned appearance of Billy Crystal and Robin Williams. Their conversation in the coffee shop is completely improvised, including Joey's interruption. What was Joey's interruption? I can't remember now. I can't remember now. But apparently it was there. Oh, oh, Joey going, oh, so you're the gynecologist. Oh, so you're the gynecologist. That's right. And he's like, excuse me, private conversation yeah. here. <laughs> um, so Matt was actually right this one time. Do you want to tell him or should we just once. not let him know? For once. Do you want to give him that? I think I'll keep that in my back pocket. Okay, his head will he get too to big. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll save it for when he needs to pick me That's up. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got this funny little impromptu opener with some really famous guys who apparently their film Father's Day opened the day after this episode aired. So that was nice timing for them. I, little... I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. I haven't either. So Oops. I'm guessing it didn't do well. But <laughs> um, also, like, this was like, what, 1995, seven seven or eight we weren't like watching pg-13 movies that weren't armageddon or jurassic park right like yeah i hear you yeah i don't think this was our this wasn't our scene um but yeah so anyway we have this little opening and monica's supposed to be like they're all like what happened what happened with the ring right what happened with pete what happened with pete and she can't get it out yeah because of these noisy boys. Um, but then he, she ends up saying, like, oh, no, he didn't propose. He's going to be the ultimate fighting champion. Um, and the guys are explaining how it's, like, super intense mm-hmm. and not fake and no costumes. And Phoebe's very disappointed. <laughs> um, it's like wrestling. And- oh? But without the costumes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, so Pete, of course, has had his, I don't know, entire home converted into a training center with Mr. Miyagi, um, who tells him he can have no boom boom. <laughs> and um, Hoshi, the house I feel painter. Like his entire, yeah, I feel like his entire demeanor just changes. Who's um, Pete? And not Pete's. Yeah. Like he's like real serious about it? Yeah, like really serious and like. I feel like his personality is normally so gracious and lighthearted and um, even when he's being serious and I don't see any of that now. I see like crazy amounts of focus and maybe to a fault because he can't like, I don't know. I just feel like there's no balance there, you know, and I know it's an intense competition, but um, I think everything Monica loved about him is like evaporated in this moment when she's talking to him and he's getting a rub down from Hoshi. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I'm, I hadn't thought about it before, but you bringing it up, his his character, Pete Becker's character, kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of Iron Man's character, like how Robert Downey Jr. plays like the rich genius who's like really sarcastic and funny mm-hmm. and like can do serious things with like a really like you know, like a funny, like, but still have humor in it. Um, didn't he direct? Didn't John Favreau direct Iron Man? I was just about to say, I'm pretty sure he directed a lot of the Marvel movies, including Iron Man. Interesting. But also, me trying to pick out Robert Downey Jr. is 
you know, a wash. You can't tell which one he is? Mm. You've not seen Iron Man? I don't think so. Okay. It's pretty. I saw one of them that had a bunch of them. Oh, yeah, the Avengers probably. Yeah, I saw part of one of those, but it's, I don't know. Well, he's the one that's the not Mark Ruffalo. Um, So the first. Okay, I know who Mark Ruffalo is. Yeah. But isn't the whole, like, isn't um Robert Downey Jr. in those? And um, what's the other one? There's a Hemsworth. But he's Hemsworth. obviously not the Hemsworth. He's obviously not I know Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Um, but, um, I mean, he's not. So Avengers. Hugh uh, Jackman. Hugh Jackman's in those. Mm, no. He wasn't in the first Avengers, but I haven't seen any of them since the first one. And he's Hugh Jackman's probably, unless it's like a Marvel DC thing again, where it's like Hugh Jackman's in the other ones. Do you know what I mean? This is like an illusionist oh, see, this prestige is where I get all over again. <laughs> it is. And I think that Marvel, I can't keep the Marvel and the DC No, of course not. We're straight, not into comics. Nor can I keep Robert Downey Jr. or Hugh well, Jackman straight. I will say to you, um, I'm not into any of those movies whatsoever. Um, but I did see Iron Man, and it's actually really good. The first one doesn't have all those like ridiculous fighting in outer space scenes. Um, okay. It's like kind of like how he became Iron Man, and it's actually quite good. So, okay, I'd so like recommend. a Batman Begins situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'd, which I loved. Yeah, same. I'd recommend. I'd recommend the uh, first okay. Iron Man. The second one is okay, okay, and then I think the third one's just all fighting, and it you kind of lose interest. So boring. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, um, okay. I don't know how I started talking about. Oh, because of. Right. Okay. Because he's kind of like Iron Man, where he's yeah. like serious when he's Iron Man, but he's Man, still but like funny when he's Doctor Whoever and rich and really good at his. No, mm-hmm. that's not Iron Man. Doesn't. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. When he's he's when he's this person, and he's not okay. Yeah, I get what isn't you're he a doctor? I thought he was a doctor. I think you're thinking I thought his real of, person was a doctor. Isn't that Bruce Banner? In the Hulk. Honestly, they could be the same person. I thought that Tony Stark was a doctor. Oh, maybe he's a scientist. He's like an engineer, like an inventor and oh, okay. engineer. And he okay. does okay. Um, government contracts, like defense contracts gotcha. and stuff. Okay. That makes sense. So that now that sense. we've explained that, um, Pete's going to be the ultimate. Let's be honest. I doubt we've explained it. <laughs> That's correct. Now that we have very <laughs> poorly summarized that incorrectly. <laughs> Publicly discussed Marvel <laughs> Incorrectly again or DC once Not again. Sure. <laughs> mm. No idea. Okay, um, but yeah, I, I that makes sense to me. Pete kind of being like Iron Man. Yeah, too multifaceted. Um, and I love when they go. He's like done his training, whatever. He's going to what I can only imagine is like. Madison Square Garden? I don't know. Uh, that's and, a big um, venue. I'm thinking more so like the Lee County Civic Center or like whatever. But they show something big on the outside and then on the inside it looks like my living room. Oh, so it's like it's probably like the the, the back arena, like the side arena in Madison yeah, Square Garden. Maybe. It's like the training room. Yeah, probably. Or maybe like one in Brooklyn. I don't know. But um, they announce Pete and they're like, He's known for his confrontational business yeah. style. <laughs> and I'm like, what would they say about us if Ooh, we were being announced? Good question. As UFC fighters or as anything. What if would we were just say? being announced. What would they say? And trying to make us seem like intimidating. Mm, big hair. 
Ashley is known for her ability to nap anywhere. <laughs> She'll fall asleep <laughs> on you, haters. I don't know. <laughs> don't sleep I don't on. I, don't, I have no idea. What would they say about you? Yeah. I don't know. Is that you're scrappy? Talks a lot. <laughs> Talks you to death. Very scrappy. Also breezy. Renee, known for her organizational mm. flair. <laughs> something it wouldn't be good but confrontational business style isn't much better so you know um and he fights and he gets himself like destroyed and i think okay so i think monica looks so pretty in the scene where she's talking to him after the first fight oh there's something about like the way her makeup is and her hair looks really good i feel like the rest of the episode her hair is really flat um and this episode is a little bit of volume or in this this scene it has a little bit of volume it looks really nice i feel like i noticed her Um, skin was really dewy yeah she just looks gorgeous Mm. um but they you know he's she's like you're not gonna do this again are you and he's like well yeah i mean i'm not the ultimate fighting champion am i oh gosh honestly i would have such a hard time with this i would too and i I do not blame her at all. So, so let's let's talk for a second. Do you like? Has there been anything like this that Matt has tried to do that you found like difficult to support? No. What kind of hobbies? I mean, he's what? He doesn't have any like physical hobbies, does he? It's mostly like Um, mountain biking. Oh, does he? Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, he hasn't done it that much. Mountain bike. He's he's all about more like the x game style sports like he's not a team sports guy right so like mountain biking snowboarding wakeboarding like all that kind of stuff is what he grew up doing um he doesn't do that very much anymore but like yeah i was I mean, gonna I say with any of that does he but he hasn't really not, done like, that free since we've been married um some but just not as often i'm always telling him I'm like you should go mountain biking more and he's like oh the track's kind of far away i'm like well you have a car time. yeah he does have a car um but yeah, no, he doesn't really have any hobbies that, except for, well, I guess the only hobby that I like, I mean, I just find it obnoxious, um, is that he used to buy and sell cars all the time. Right. Um, and so I didn't tell him that he couldn't, but I was like, I just need it to happen less and I need there to be fewer cars around. Like you, if stop. you want to have one car... <laughs> that you're going to sell and then you're going to replace it with another car that you're going to sell, that's fine. But I was like, I can't have a used car lot in my yard. Yeah. And that's – well, and when he was like – so he is an 88 Forerunner, which if anybody's into cars, they're really cool and they're kind of hard to find in good shape. So he found one in good shape, but he was fixing it up, like putting a new engine in and all this kind of stuff. And we had this truck that we called the donor because he was taking – basically everything was fine with the truck except like the engine blew up, but all the parts were good. And so he could replace lots of parts on his truck with this donor truck. But we had this broke down truck in our driveway for like a year and a half. <laughs> and I could not wait to get that thing out of there because it's just it's just a little more uh, trashy than I'm willing to go. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, he was even looking at a car this morning. He's like, oh, it's such a good deal. Like, I could totally flip that. I was like, well, get it. Like, one car I can deal with. I just don't want, like, five sitting around. Yeah, because then you um, become the Avery so. lot. I don't even know what that is. Oh, from um, Making a Murderer. They essentially had, like, a junk a junkyard. Oh, Like, rusted yeah. out cars everywhere. Um, and Yeah. What's really funny is I dated another guy who did that all the time. 
Um, so I don't know what, why is that a thing that I end up getting attracted <laughs> to? Where is this coming from? Because I have owned the same car my entire life. So why do I end up with people who want to have a new car all the time? And it's not even a new car. No, it's just a just... different car. Matt keeps buying older and older cars. They're in no way new. Your ex wasn't the car's flipping older them though, than was he? Yes, he was. Oh, okay. So like buying. He would buy them because they were a good deal and then resell them. And was he also good at like, was he like handy with cars like Matt is? Uh basic things but no not really okay but matt doesn't really like most of the cars that he was flipping he wasn't really doing much to Mm. he just would buy them for a good deal and then resell them for like 500 bucks more which i'm like is it really worth it (laughs) Um, all the people on craigslist that you have to like hear from and then they don't show up and then they haggle for you i mean it just seems like a lot of wasted time but for some reason he really loves it Mm. so that's like the most I don't know. That's the only thing that I kind of like bristle at. But even that isn't anything I can't like live with, you know? Yeah. So so, um, so Ben and I had a conversation because he started running marathons. Not like, well, I say mm. I make it sound like he runs one every weekend. He's probably done like. I mean, he kind of does. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, Ben just went out for 20 miles, a quick light 20 miles. He, I think he's only done two no, maybe three full marathons, but a ton of halves, and and a, yeah, like quite a few halves and different stuff like that. And so he started doing it when we were dating long distance. Um, mm-hmm. I was living in Auckland and he was living elsewhere, and so he's quite a homebody anyway. So it was like you know he would he'd have like hours, large swaths of time to go out for runs, and he'd you know do a really long run every Saturday morning, and um, you know do like up to an hour long run. Um, after work every day and it was fine. Um, and even when we had first started dating and we were living in the same city, he would go for a run every day after work, but it was usually like mm-hmm. about five miles. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, it'd only be like, oh no, sorry. Yeah. Like three to five miles. So it'd be like 30 to 45 minutes or something. Right. Um, but he, uh, yeah, so he started, he, you know, trained up for a marathon and I was really supportive and that's not my thing. I'm never going to do it, but, um, I have a lot of friends that used to do or still do like team world vision and, you know, run the Chicago mm-hmm. marathon and stuff. So like happy to support. Um, but then it was just like, I had heard that if you do one, you tend to like, it's one of those things like a tattoo, like once you do one, you want to do more. And mm-hmm. that, yeah. So at one point I was just like, look, I am supportive. But I think the problem was it was getting to be like, I, I would be like, oh, let's go to Auckland or I want to go to Auckland next weekend. There's this thing. And he'd be like, oh, no, I can't. I have to do a long run. And it was like, you, oh, you can. Oh, why can't you do a long run in Auckland? You can run around Auckland. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't get it. It's like, I feel like running, that's the good thing about running. You can, is you can do it anywhere. It, you can take your training anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And when so, I studied abroad, my friend Sharon trained for a marathon while we studied abroad. Because you can't. And it's actually a great way to see a new right. place. And so like. It was. We, she went on lots of long runs. We went to Japan together. And like he'd, you know, go do a three hour run or whatever. And to be honest, I also was kind of like a little bit. Three hours. Well, yeah. A marathon is like four. <sighs> So if you're I training. I know, but I'm just thinking about three hours. Like So 
as the partner of the person doing that, it was kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'll like hang here. And I like, don't get me wrong. I do not mind my own company. I can find plenty to do. But Mm -hmm. like in a new place, I'm not going to just like go wander around Japan by myself. Right. Well, and 30 minutes to an hour is way different than three Three hours. hours. And we were in Japan for three Mm -hmm. weeks. So this happened multiple times. But like... And I was like, I wanted to explore too. Um, But then the thing is like, okay, well, if you run for three hours in a day, then you're pretty shattered the rest of the day. So it's like, okay, well, I guess we can't go on that hike I wanted to go on. Okay. Like you don't want to go out to a restaurant the night before and like get a drink or like go out for a cocktail. You know, it's like that Mm, kind of thing. Yeah. And like, I don't know, maybe I'm sounding like a terrible person because I'm like... I want to drink. I mean, yeah, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but that's the thing, right? Like I was like, I'm happy to support, but I think I didn't like that it was starting. Like it was just, it meant that we were missing out on it's stuff. It's all consuming. We were, yeah. And it's not, it wasn't like a one yeah. thing. It was like, oh, well, I might want to do another one in a few months. Oh, there's one coming up, you know, halfway through the year and I think I might want to do it. Or, And so just like, it was just, it was like every weekend was consumed by it. And, and if I was into it too, I could see that being different or like, I don't know, like when we're at home and he goes for a three hour run, that's fine. Like I've got plenty of stuff to do here, whatever I've got people totally. to see, but on the holiday and then also just being like, oh no, I don't want to go away for the weekend because I need to run like that. I was just like, okay, that's no, like that's not an excuse. <laughs> you can run anywhere. Yeah. And so that was quite frustrating. But like, um, so I did say something to him. I was like, look, I want to support you in this, but I don't want it to become like, we can't do other stuff because you're always doing, you know. You've always got a race you're preparing for or whatever. Um, yeah. And then the, on the like positive side, we get to go to cool places. Like he just did one down in Wanaka. And so we got mm-hmm. to go down there. And I was like, there's really good um, hikes down there. And I was a little bit bummed because I was like, well, we can't do a hike. There's all these good wineries. Um, the nice thing is we still went to a winery and I did a wine tasting and he just didn't. So I was like, that didn't really stop me. He did, did a it. wine viewing. He like had a, he was like, I'll get one, but I'm just going to have like a sip of each. So I essentially had two wine tasting platters. Um, but yeah, like, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't go do the hikes that we really like and stuff. And I don't know. So I want to be supportive, but it's like, I have my limits. Yeah. That is hard, um, especially because it's never ending. I mean, I think it would be easier if he was always training, but when he wasn't training, he could be like, oh, I can skip the long run. Or like, if it was like once out of town or once whatever. a year or something. I mean, don't get me wrong. He doesn't like go do, do long runs every single weekend, but it was just there was a few key ones where I was like, oh, there's this like fun. There's like a musician coming to Auckland that I really want to see. Right. Let's go together. And yeah. I think he just didn't want to go. And so he used his run as an excuse. And I was like. Mm. Oh, that's different. But I was still like, that can't be an excuse. Anyway, um, so I'm so we did talk about it, and I was like, look, I'm not not supportive. I just don't want it to like be the priority that takes over both of our lives and all of our plans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have a friend whose husband did my Muay Thai fighting, like. Ooh. Yeah, he he had never done. I think he just like liked to watch it and liked to watch UFC, and was like, right, I want to do Muay Thai fighting. And this was like kind of recently after they had got married. I'm pretty sure. And I was just remember thinking like, how how like I would I would have such a hard time supporting that. Yeah, I. <sighs> I don't if know I barely I support that. running, come imagine. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Um, I want to go to a show in wine tasting, and you running is getting in my way. <laughs> but there's a cool brewery, and this sucks that you don't want to go. Can we, if you want to run to the brewery, I'm going to drive there, <laughs> and I'll drive you home. It's 25 miles away. Have fun. That's actually perfect. He has to leave at, he has to leave at 7 a.m. <laughs> you leave at 11.45. Oh, gosh. That's not a bad idea. That's not. Yeah. I thought about running marathons, and I was like, but why would I want to run for four hours ever? No. Ever? I'm not interested. I don't. I don't. Oh, my gosh. But, speak, but I mean, like, speaking Horrible. of this UFC stuff, could you imagine if, like, Matt was like, yeah, I want to do UFC or I want to do Muay Thai? Like, mm. I'm proud of Monica for supporting him through the first match, but then after that, I'd have yeah. a real hard time with it. Yeah, I mean, really, like, just from the very basic, um, just the very basic thought of it, doing it, like, training for something and doing it once, like, just to see, like, how you did, like, it's admirable. It is. But there is no way you are ever going to be the ultimate fighting championship when you start at 30-something years old. Like, there is just no way. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's one of those things you cannot just fall into. It doesn't matter how much training you have. It doesn't matter how good you are. Natural talent, whatever. Like, those guys have been training their entire lives. Well, there should be like an – I guess there's not because it's, I don't know, new-ish. Back then it was super new, I think, 97 or whatever. But um, there should be like a more amateur, you know, like you – Well, there's like amateur boxing and stuff. Yeah, so it it should be like – it should, instead of it being like the guy who rips the arms off thieves, yeah, like the other guy who's like thirty something <laughs> and just thought this would be cool to get into. That's who you should fight, not like I want to be the moderate fighting champion. Well, but do you know what I mean? Like to start, you shouldn't start with the guys yeah. that have been doing this since they were kids and lost no, all their teeth already. Definitely not. Yeah. But eh, so we're not supportive. Sorry. But, oh, oh. So for my friend whose husband did Muay Thai, um, we went to one, we went to his fight to go watch him. He did pretty well, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, so it was like three different rounds of different people, um, like you know, like three like three different fights or whatever. And he was he was in there, and he he definitely like um, held his own. I don't think he won. But he didn't, like, get clobbered or anything. It was more, like, technicality. Right. Like, oh, the other guy had, like, cleaner hits, so he got more points or whatever. Um, but it, it he did fine. But then, like, right after he was done, they were like, okay, and now for um, UFC fights. And, like, like, two people got in the ring and, like, almost immediately fell to the ground and were, like, starting to scrap. And I was like, that's it. I'm out of here. And I just, like, li- literally ran out of the room because I was like, I cannot handle this. I don't enjoy the carnage. I – no, 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 no. So I don't blame Monica for being like, you're terrible. <laughs> I don't either. Oh, whoops. Um – I don't either. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a lot. It's just a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, and like when she comes in to break up with him, and he's in the full body cast, oof, with little like props, little, up, yeah. holding his arms, <laughs> little up. bridges, uh, support beams. And he's like, oh, it's not that bad. I just can't move my spine. I'm like, oh, you mean the thing that if it snaps, you'll die? <laughs> like, it's just. I mean, it's just so intense. Um. 
I couldn't imagine being with somebody who is like, like obviously it served him well in some ways, but imagine being with somebody who's like that determined, won't say no. Yeah, Yeah. Like that's not, I feel like unless you are prepared to like match that level of intensity, like for whatever you want to fight for in your relationship, Mm-hmm. I would not be able like that would just be problems down the track. It's too much, yeah. Because this is just this probably won't be the last time. This certainly like won't happens. be the last thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so she's like, well, if you're gonna have to do it, you have to do it without me. Um. Which is sad. So it is sad. Yeah, I mean, it is sad. I mean, Pete's super sweet, and I think that they had something really good going. But obviously, this is something he's unwilling to let go of, and um. She's yeah. Good, so goodbye, Pete. Good on her for kind of being like yeah. You know, you, you like well when he was like, if you're asking me to quit, you're asking me to be someone I'm not. And she was like, yeah, okay. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I just I can't sit by and watch you do this. So I think it was mature yeah. and good of them. Um, it is, and I mean, this is two for two for Monica. Like, uh, good point. So like, mature. I can't ask you not to. I can't ask you to do something that isn't you. Like change yourself so for me. So I yeah. just have to go. It, it's not That's a really wrong good point. what you're doing. Um, it's always really sad, though, because you're like, there's nothing wrong with this relationship. Oh, it just makes me so sad. Because they, they could um, try to make it work and drag it out longer, but that's very mature totally. of her. Yeah. I, and I think you just kind of lie to yourself yeah. um, and say it doesn't matter or, or it's not important or it's not a big deal or whatever it is, you know. I also feel like um, Monica eating four hot dogs, stress eating four hot dogs is all of us. <laughs> and I really appreciate that. Four, mm, please. Very I'm really stressed. And I was like, yeah, yeah. me too, Monica. <laughs> oh, man, I haven't had a hot dog in a million years. Mm-hmm. Do they have like, would you ever eat a veggie hot dog? I've had one. The veggie sausages are actually really Ooh, good. I, bet. I like those a lot. They're really good because they're like seasoned like an Italian sausage. Yeah. So they got a lot of like flavor going on. I'm sure there's vegetarian hot dogs. I doubt they're as good as the sausage though. Yeah, that's probably true. So I've definitely, I take I take those to a barbecue once in a while and eat it like a hot dog. Yum. Good with lots of mustard, mm. as is everything. <laughs> true. <laughs> Not just for hot dogs. Um, so that's. Yeah, so goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Good luck. Um, at the very end, it's it's very sad when they're watching his his fight mm. at the at the very end of the show, and Monica like can't watch, and um, Joey's like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, she's winning!" And she's like, "Really?" He's like, "No, no. yeah." Like, oh gosh, it's so funny, but it's also sad. But yeah, goodbye, Pete. Best of luck in Run, all your endeavors. Run, you crazy rich bastard! <laughs> I know, I know. Run, you crazy rich guy. Um, but yeah, and then we've got this like. I don't even know if we can call it a plot line with Chandler's boss. Oh, yeah. some God, that guy's awful. Good gaming him. Oh, my gosh. And this is the first time we meet him, right? Yeah. He's like, it seems like he's his new boss because he kind of comes in and does the whole, yeah. like, I'm new, team morale, chat, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it seems yeah. like. Could you imagine working for somebody like that? No. I don't know that that and happens even when anymore. Even they're in the meeting. I hope. Oh, like, it seems very, I, like, 90s Wall so. Street guy. I don't know. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> I mean, maybe for people who work in, like, advertising? I Sales? I don't think so. No, I can't imagine, like, an office. I'm only thinking, like, guys on a hockey team or, like, I'm not sure. Miners? I don't know. 
<laughs> oh yeah, like people that work on like container ships and are just dude. Yeah, like, just like when dude. you kind of have that like, yeah, it's like boys on a team kind of vibe. I could see that happening, but like not in an office in New York. Like that just doesn't fit. I think he's it was probably just, rampant. He's a lot to handle. It, it, there's probably still bosses that are kind of like this because, you know, there are so many guys that's like, well, not just men, women, but like so many people that just get their jobs based on who they know that they're friends with and they're really wow. good at managing up. And so, How do you think I got my job? <laughs> I slap everybody's butt all the time. <laughs> Is it the swearing? Is it the constant swearing? That's my management skills. Bam. Oh my gosh. Why do okay, let's talk about that. So so like you've said, uh-huh. we've got this new like D bag like, you know, he's just like really rough <laughs> and <Bing. laughs> and he like yeah, makes inappropriate jokes and swears and smacks everyone's butts. I get that that's like a sports thing because they talk about it, but mm-hmm. where did that what man smacked? <laughs> where did that yes, like was it the original Olympics back in like Greek? times like greco-roman all i can think is when like a team is running out um maybe that was just like the i don't know like a, i don't understand like congratulating somebody like, by it's hitting the their butt it's, it's very homoerotic it's really and that's actually something i thought about because i'm like this is the 90s a time when being homophobic was rampant yes but I feel like guys were always slapping each other's butts and like touching each other's junk. And it was always in jest and it was always in like. But it was like, uh, yeah. But it's like if, if thinly being gay veiled. is the worst thing you can think of, why, why are, are you, you grabbing always that dude's slapping some butt. guy in the ball? Yes. <laughs> like, uh, it doesn't really add up. Well, I think it's because um, they were like, ooh, being gay is gross. But then, like, in reality, it was like. <laughs> Okay, because yeah, you touch a lot of butts and a lot of other men's junk yeah, for someone who's. <laughs> but just like women have never been like that, you know, like, but maybe it's because we have like, we are allowed to like hug and hold hands and like that kind of stuff. And guys, yeah, that's true. toxic masculinity hasn't really allowed men to do that. So maybe this is the way that mm-hmm. they have to like. They've got to get their physical touch so in where they like, can. Rah, 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 rah. Like it has yeah. to be a joke or something. Like or it has like to be a joke and it has to be like over the top and so not a real form of affection. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not that's, sure. Um, that's but, so um, perverse. Because it's like if if really all you want is like a hug. Right. But it's like it's it's grotesquely grown into like grabbing each other's junk. Like, what does that yeah. teach you about about physical touch and then like how do you bring that to your other relationships Ooh, right we could write a book not well i mean i like give you like a little tiny booty tap sometimes oh yeah but like you also it's always like a very like we also like give each other hugs and like you know yeah like have no problem like arm in arm and that kind of stuff like it's not like i never touch anyone and there are some girls we went to high school with that I feel like did the girl equivalent of this by like over sexualizing everything they did and like grabbing each other's boobs all the time and like sticking their hand between someone else's legs or like something like that yeah but I think that was learned behavior from guys from what the guys were doing right I know but it was like but I don't know why they didn't just like maybe they didn't have touchy-feely families at home like you did and so, no, but neither did you. Yeah, but I had you. 
It's true. <laughs> and you just stood there frozen while I fondle you. No. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> We're going to cut back. I'm going to take that back. <laughs> I was going to say manhandle and then. <laughs> okay. Um, just, I always have like a hand on. But basically. I still have no problem. Your arm or your back. I have no problem hugging. Like I like hugging. I like, I like giving no. hugs and shaking hands and like that. You know what I mean? Like I don't have any problem with that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I love shaking hands. I actually really do. I mean, not right now in like Corona times. I know, times, but the fact but... that you were like, I have no problem hugging or shaking hands. <laughs> like, who has a problem shaking hands? A lot of people don't like a handshake. Really? Do, have you ever had a limp I mean, fish? I don't like a dead fish. Exactly. Oh, well, those are the worst. Yeah, those people suck. Stop doing that, you guys. It's like, why? Do you not have any blood flow? Like, what's the problem? I don't understand. Like, is that the equivalent of when two dogs meet and one just immediately rolls over? <laughs> I think that's more of a form of surrender. I feel like that'd be like if you just put your hands up and we're like, don't shake my hand. Well, but seriously, though, don't like shoot. the the whole handshaking is supposed to have like a little firm grip. So if you just like limply put it in there, is that you being like, I'm the we- physically weaker of the two of us? I've given up on life. Yes, honestly. So, OK, <laughs> Ugh, for all of you out there that. that are weak handshakers, maybe they don't even realize they're doing it. Um, How do you not? I like strangle your hand because you're like immoving. Well, immoving? Uh, Whoever, if if you yeah. know that you're one of these people, can you let us know why you do that? And if you aren't yeah. sure, you probably are. So maybe just like go shake someone's hand and ask for some feed B. <laughs> That's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Anyone got any feed B? Um, ask for some feedback on your handshake. And if it is <laughs> limper, if somebody says limp or weak or fish, if any of those words come up, just like... You're never going to squeeze someone's hand so much that it's uncomfortable. So if that's your fear, don't worry about that. Just like tighten up. Unless you're Monica. But that's the thing is she's <laughs> – but the people who are limp fishing, like they're never going to go the – Limp fishing. They're never going to go the wrong way. Uh, Fred Durst's other band. <laughs> it's a Fred Durst cover band called Limp Fish. <laughs> but with a PH. So limp they also kid. do fish covers. It's – multifaceted oh that would be the worst band in history that does that would be the fish worst and limp ever. biscuit cover oh my gosh that would be horrible <laughs> do you think we should do limp biscuit yeah. for karaoke sometime i think i thought you were gonna say do you think we should start a limp fish skit <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's our improv troupe name <gasps> nobody limp else can have it skit. it's ours i'm copywriting it right uh, now copyright dibs it's mine. Registering online. <gasps> so good. Nobody else can have it. We're taking it. It's ours. I've got it on Instagram. Click, click. <laughs> Regi- I just bought the domain and I click, click, click. Ashley's got the Instagram. Ching. Um, that was us registering a trademark or a copyright or whichever one you need. Realistic computer noises. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> You've got mail. It's oh, like the episode that's my, that's of, my mail uh, notification saying it's my receipt for buying the copyright. Yes. Um, it's like that episode of Monica and Chandler. Yeah, when, when he goes click cameras, yeah. click, <laughs> click. But you you didn't push the button. What are you, Ansel click. Adams? Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, limp fish. Right. Get. Why um, again? Did we? Oh, the limp fish were handshakes. We about that? Anyway, yes, and then we're talking about the ass slap of Chandler's boss and all that kind of stuff. But then he talks to his boss about it, 
And he's like, I don't want the other guys to feel left out. And I have a sensitive tushy. He says yeah, he has a sensitive posterior, which is. Posterior. I feel like his whole speech, I know it is an awkward But he makes it so much worse. It's like, he makes it so much yeah. worse with his word choices. It's like the episode where Joey uses the thesaurus for everything. And he signs Baby it. Kangaroo Baby Tribbiani. Kangaroo Tribbiani. <laughs> so. Well, honestly, um, he's th- he's lucky that the boss took it well. And wasn't like Chandler. Yes. Because Chandler's totally. boss could have been like, I mean, if he was actually that pigheaded and insensitive, you know, could have been like, all right, this guy is, you know, dropping to the bottom of the barrel. But he's like, you're still my guy, which is cool. I guess. Right. Yeah. And then at the end, he kind of like feels left out. I was just thinking like, imagine if you were a woman that joined this team. It'd be so terrible. Mm. And, and you know people might go like oh but he wouldn't act like that but yes but then you would know that you were being left out like this is where this is where those things happen right where it's like well because he this guy has one way like one style of bonding and of leadership if women can't participate then they're naturally left out and they don't get promotions and inclusion and you know all that type of stuff mm-hmm. I know this is a TV show but anyway it's just what happens <laughs> Okay, Limpfish Skit, what's next? So Limpfish Skit is done with the Chandler and the inappropriate and the touching. I did think it was funny that all of Chandler's workmates, like he was like, I hate this. And all of the other guys at work are like, we don't get, we need slaps. <laughs> like we want, yeah. he loves you. I got a kid going to Dartmouth yeah, next I, year. I need some slaps. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, which is, yeah, whatever. It's funny. Yeah, it is. And then we've got Phoebe, who's like, hey, Rachel, is it cool if I set Ross up with my friend Bonnie? She's sort of tall, wears T-shirts sometimes, average build, you know, bald. (laughs) The way she describes her. She's she's medium build, average height, bald. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can set her up with the bald girl. Yeah. But um, I feel like I already know. Rachel comes into the coffee shop. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, what were you well, going to say? No, we'll get into it. We'll get, we'll get oh. there. Oh, well, Rachel comes into the coffee shop and with they're all three have the same hairstyle. Do you notice that? Oh, true. Well, it's the 90s. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, I love Christine Turner, though. I think she's so pretty. Is, I didn't even realize that um, um, Ben Stiller was just on two episodes ago. Yeah. Funny. And they're married. Ugh, I love her. She's so pretty. Um. I, I remember too. her from, um, do you remember? The Brady Bunch. Oh, no. Before that, before the Brady Bunch, before, um, what's the one with Blue Steel and the models? Zoolander. Zoolander. Oh, my gosh. Was she on, like, California Dreams? It was called like Hey that? Dude. Hey Dude. Yes. That's what it she was, was a, on. so for those out there that aren't familiar or didn't have Nickelodeon growing up. Um, grew up under a rock. Or without cable. Which is, you know, happened. Yeah, but even if you grew up without cable, you could you saw knew Hey Dude, Dude at someone's so, house. So Hey Dude and Salute Your Shorts were the two episodes that, or the two shows that were like always on back to back. And um, Hey Dude was supposed to be about this like dude ranch where people could like come mm-hmm. for tourism. And I literally don't remember anything else about it except they had kind of like a fuddy-duddy manager and I think there was a guy named Brad who was supposed to be like the Zach Morris cutie. 
Um, yeah. And there was two girls, one who was a really pretty brunette and then her who was, she was Melody. She was the, she was, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember her from yeah. Hey Dude. Cute, huh? I want to watch Hey Dude. Totally. Yeah. It's probably on like YouTube. Right? Probably. <laughs> Maybe. YouTube. Um, but yeah, so she meets Bonnie, who um, turns out is absolutely not bald. And I love when Rachel's like, oh, you just look different. And Bonnie's like, oh, I mean, I just started wearing bras Yeah, again. she's like, that must be it. <laughs> she's like, and that must be it. Um, but yeah. So what were you going to say well, a few minutes I ago? I know what you think about this. Because Renee, you've said multiple times, like your, your clear stance is – if you're not okay with something, it is up to you to say so. So like Phoebe asked if it was okay and Rachel said it was. Mm-hmm. And Rachel thought it – Rachel – like you know my opinion on this one too. I think this is another example of Rachel being really petty and selfish. And I do – I like you have changed my mind a bit like to where I was before where I can imagine – like, it hasn't been that long since they broke up. She obviously mm-hmm. still loves him and is heartbroken because he did cheat on her, you know? Like, right. um, I still, like, have some sympathy for the situation there because I don't think he realized he was cheating on her and I don't think he set out to do it. Um, I think he was incredibly heartbroken and it stemmed from that. But it was all a miscommunication, really. Um, but I still think, like, she was just saying yes because she thought it was like she's just I don't know this is one of those examples of like oh 100 percent she said yes because she thought Bonnie was bald she would not have said yes otherwise and it's just like I guess it's just an example of like you know Rachel is kind of petty and mean because she it's like a pretty popular girl thing to do I feel like well I feel like in this case it's because she probably doesn't think anything's ever going to happen and so she's like, sure, set him up with any bald girl you want. Like, that doesn't affect, like, it, it won't play out to anything. Which is pretty um, mean of her to say that. Like, there are very, there are beautiful bald women. It's just really. I know, but I just. It's really shallow of her. Ross she can, she can be really shallow. Totally that's is. the word. So it's not petty. It's, totally. It's very shallow. And I really dislike yes. when she's, when she exhibits those qualities. But don't you feel terrible when she sees them in the coffee shop? Um, I mean, she kind of freaks out. I'm glad that she like she does yep. come like you know Phoebe talks her down quite well and is like, yeah, he's your friend, and, and she accepts like what she had done. Well, yeah, and, and she's yeah, like, she's like, like he, she's your he's your friend. Don't you want to see him happy? You're the one that decided you didn't want to be with him. And she's like, yeah, I just didn't think he'd be so happy so soon. And I totally like, I totally yeah. feel for her. And I feel bad for her. And that's what I meant about, like, he didn't need to be bringing a date two episodes ago because it's too soon. Like, I think he's – he doesn't need to be putting it in her face like that. Yeah. So I I feel for her. Um, Yeah, I I feel for her. And I do think it is good that she kind of, like – Phoebe kind of has that real talk with her. Yeah. Like, you said it was okay and – You also – yeah. Don't you want him to be happy because he's your friend? Like, it just has to – you know, kind of like I said, the bandit has to be ripped off at some point. Like, I don't know that there is ever an appropriate amount of time. Like, but more I, is I always better than sure less. Like one week isn't. Yeah. More is always better than less. But like, what does more mean? Like a couple months to me is a pretty long time. Like when you think about it in the day to day. 
Like, mm. a couple months ago, I used to go to the office. Mm. That feels like a long time mm. ago. Now we're, you know, here forever. Um, so I don't know. But I don't think it was ever going to be good when he started dating someone else. No, I agree. Um, I mean, it's never good. Even, like, years down the line, Ross and Rachel start dating other people. And, and they're they still jealous. weird about like, it. It's just, yeah. you know. They're still weird about it. But anyway. But nobody um, could argue that yeah, that's too soon. Shouldn't. Like, that's the difference, I guess. No. Like, to me, no, that's like, true. like I said, I think half the time of the relationship as a rule of thumb. But yeah. that's me and my thumb. Um, but yeah, yep. so. That's you and your thumb. I like when, I but like yeah. when um, Phoebe's out at the grill with Ross and she's like, oh, so how'd your date with Bonnie <laughs> oh, go? Yeah, and he's like, so oh, bad. I meant to tell you, like, thank you. She's so cool. And she's like, oh, sorry to hear it. Well, there's other fish in the sea. <laughs> sorry that didn't work out. <laughs> she's trying so hard. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, and obviously Phoebe. it's her friend. So I was like, Phoebe is like being such a sweet, loyal friend to Rachel. <laughs> I know. And she feels bad because she's like, oh, I shouldn't well, have done this. No, because Phoebe's not shallow. And so in her opinion, it was like, oh, yeah, my friend Bonnie. Oh, she was bald. Oh, she's not anymore. Like, do you know what I mean? So to her, it's just right. like. Was, was, yeah. was. <laughs> and so it's like she didn't even realize. I mean, in her, you know, in her mind, she thought that she got Rachel's permission. But yeah. She covered her bases. Yeah. Totally. Um, and it was really funny to me when. She was like, well, maybe she just, he just won't like yeah. her personality. Rich is like, oh, does she have a bad personality? She's like, oh, Bonnie's no, the Bonnie's best. the best. And, um, <laughs> and then also when she's like, when Phoebe's like, oh, they're probably breaking up. And Rachel's like, when they're looking through the window, she's like, that's not a breakup. That's a second yeah. date. And she's like, no, no, that really is nothing. Bonnie's just very sexually aggressive. We'll see more yeah. of that soon. Which we learned. Oh, yeah. Boy. <laughs> Bonnie had sex there. Oh, um. Oh. Yes. We're talking about geography. She was listing places she's done yeah. it in. <laughs> um, anyway, I feel bad for Rachel, but I also feel like it was, you know, it was never going to be good. But I think that there has been enough time where she can step back and say, like, okay, I do want him to be happy. It's still hard to see. Um but I want that for him. But it's clear that she still loves him. Yeah. You know, it's just really. Well, that's why, like, it's just a, no matter how much just a time goes by, she like, it's still awkward because they're still, you know, they still love each other. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But that kind of. That's kind of it. And uh, what's crazy is that we're almost <gasps> to the end of season three. It is crazy. Now, do most seasons only have 24 episodes? And this one is just like a special. 24 bonus? or 25. Oh, okay. There's a few. It's it kind of like the months of the year. I think, yeah, I, I wonder if it's like, or maybe if they just have like a little bit more plot they want to have. Yeah. Um, Some extra time I'm at the recording really sure, studio. Yeah. And then season 10 is shorter. I want to say season 10 is only like 16 Yeah, episodes. 16 or 18, I felt like. Maybe 18, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 24 or 25. Oh my seasons. gosh, Renee. Um, we are about to be in season four. How? What? I know. Who? I I don't know. We just started um, this. You guys would be very excited to know that we just started this podcast and that we already have an idea for another podcast in five years when we're done with this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so we're going to start working on that now. We'll tell you when we have more information um, to tell you. Yes, just stay tuned to me. Will. And it's not about um, taxes or accounting <laughs> or 50 cent. Sorry to disappoint no, you. But – Maybe a bonus episode here and there. Actually, those things could play into it. (laughs) 
They could come up, but never say never. I mean, they never. did in this one somehow, so. <laughs> That's true. So never say never. Um, but yeah, I can't believe we're almost at the end of season four. It's kind of Isn't wild. It? And I am really excited for the next couple of episodes. Me I love too. them so me much. Too, me too. They are some of my favorite episodes of all time. You know what? I think the next, so so mm. this is season three. I think the endings of season three, four, and five, maybe six are my favorite. Like they're, they're like the highlight episodes of the series, I think. Some of them, like definitely top tens. Yeah. Well, yeah, because this is the beach, mm-hmm. and then the end of four is mm-hmm. London, end of five Vegas. is Vegas, end of six, Monica and Chandler get engaged. Oh, yeah, that one's that is seven. pretty funny too. I don't. I was thinking. I don't like that episode. The one where they get engaged. I don't like the end episode. I like the beginning of the next. Season oh episode. no, you're totally right. I don't like the end episode either. I think it's. I actually annoying. really don't like their engagement. Ooh, it's too sorry. cringe. It's too crazy. I thought Chandler's so puffy and he's crying. Like it's just, I I hate it. But I love the first one where where Ross and Rachel get into the arguments and stuff. That one's really funny. Oh, that one's sorry. Anyway, that's the end of season what six, and maybe we should just like slow our roll for a a minute. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. the beach, London, and Vegas are some of my favorites. They're so good. So yeah. We're going to get there. I'm really excited. So join um, us next week, sports fans. Yeah. Join us next week, sports fans, for episode 25, the one at the beach. This has been the one with the ultimate fighting champion. Bye, Pete. Sorry. Bye, Chandler's boss for a Bye, while. Pete. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie, for a bit. Mm, and Bye, Billy Crystal. Bye, Billy Crystal. <laughs> Good luck on your movie, <laughs> Fatherland, or whatever it was called. <laughs> Um, that's a street in Nashville. That's also <laughs> that's what the they refer scene. to the German homeland as. I've been watching some World War II docos. Oh. The Fatherland. Oh. The Faja Land. Um, okay, yeah. Well, we'll see you guys next week for the end of season three. It's going to be a good one. See you then. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.